0: Welcome to Jackass, the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. My name is Mikey Aaronworth. I'm joined by my brother, Chris Aaronworth, who is about to introduce us to the topic of this week's episode because I mentioned Jackass. It's not on Jackass this week. It's on something special. We're continuing the trend of what, Chris?
1: Viva la Bizam.
0: Ooh, Viva la Bizam. Okay. You're really going trying back, to, bring to, to, back the 90s, to like 2004, 2004 yeah, you exactly. know
1: what I mean? Yeah. Whatever happened well, to that? Speaking of the 2000s, what?
0: what? No, why don't we say Isza and Bizam and Shazam and and all that stuff? I do. Oh, you do still? Okay, so some of us are. Yeah. There, oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, um, I interrupted
1: you. Yeah. I know you did, and I Just apologize. Like oh, thank you. That's nice. You did mention us as brothers in there, and I was kind of like, should I fight him right now? Like, <laughs> he said, "My bro- joined by my brother Chris," and I was like, I don't know why. Why? Kind of like you should be proud to be it's my like, brother. You should be proud to be mine. I'm the coolest dude in town. You're also really good at comebacks. You're my brisother. <laughs> okay, now now we're blood brisothers. All right. Oh, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we lost every listener that we've had potentially of this episode. <laughs>
0: Why well, don't you tell us Just what we're doing Just time for the fun fact of the day.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we're doing Viva La Bam Season 2, Episode 3. Um, I, I called it Fat Boy Face Off. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's what it's called. Um, this episode came out on May 9th of the year 2004. Okay. And this was actually, for once, it was actually, like, a really big thing happened.
0: Okay. You've said this before, and then you've told us something that doesn't matter whatsoever. So I'm, I'm curious if that's what, what this, this goal is again.
1: Have you heard of the Grozny Stadium bombing?
0: The Grozny Stadia bombing. My lawyer has told me, yeah, my lawyer has told me to say that I have never heard of it, nor was I anywhere near (laughs) it when it happened, so that's my answer.
1: You keep growing out that mustache, you always (laughs) look like you could have pulled it off. (laughs) The, um, so, I don't know why I'm laughing as I'm saying this, so, uh, basically, in Dynamo Stadium in Chechnya, Mm uh, there was, someone set off a bomb underneath the stage of the VIP area, and it killed the president. Oh, shit. Uh, Ahmed Kadyrov, and a hundred other people were wounded, so, yeah, it was a pretty, uh, Wait a second. Pretty big day. It killed
0: one person, and that was the president?
1: No, I think it killed other people oh, as well. Oh, okay, okay. But, it, but, like, it killed some people, and at least 100 people were wounded oh, okay, on top okay, of the okay. people that okay. died.
0: I was going to say, that, like, you know, you don't want to applaud the wrong people, but... Oh, killed
1: 10 people. Oh, yeah. 10 people, including the president, and then injured a 100 mm-hmm. others. Wow, Jesus yeah not too often you have a president assassination so yeah it's pretty no pretty and big not day. too
0: often do you start off a podcast about Viva la bam talking about presidential assassinations either uh but here we oh, are that's why it's, I dubbed this
1: episode Viva la bomb
0: Vi Bo- Chris very well done you you, you know what I, I I rescind my comment about your comebacks so that wasn't especially a comeback but you know you're showing your you're growing in your uh uh your cleverness I want to say you know what you and I are always at each other's throats on this podcast for good reason on yep. on my part not so much yours uh but I do want to say this. You know, when we started off, you had never done a podcast before, right? Nope. Yeah, you were brand new to it. Look at yeah. you. You've come into your own. You, I've, I, I got to say, you've oh. gotten really good at this. Look at us. Uh, look at us. Uh, yeah, look at Who us. Just, just getting along. <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> uh, not when we started this thing. Uh, no, oh, but wow. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be taken off on this journey with you, Chris. Uh, uh, and I kind of want to spend some time in the intro. I wanted to spend some time in the intro because this is, this episode, you know, we talk a lot about how season 2 has been great so far. I don't know what your thoughts are on this one. I struggled with with season 2 episode 3 a little bit, did you?
1: There's really not much for us to work with on this one. It's like, not great, man. It's not a great episode. Nothing I mean, I laughed like one time. I, um there there isn't like you know there you usually there's some kind of big finale or some kind of like their premises are a little bit more intense and like this just seemed very bland
0: everyone looked say. bored everyone looked yeah. bored for this one I, but I'll say when I found out what the title of this this episode was which you said fat boy face off I think so yeah yeah because that's that is the title of the episode when 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 I found out that was the title and that it was going to be a competition between Phil and Vito I was like this is amazing I, I yeah. was really excited I was about so that. Excited from an idea standpoint, this is a really good one, but that's kind of where it, where it stops. Like I, I, I lost interest a little. No, there, it had its redeeming moments and we'll go over that in a little bit. Uh, Uh, but I don't know if we've drawn attention to this yet. Um, the intros, the new intros to Viva La Bam, not just the, <laughs> <laughs> but how every episode they have uh, a new person doing the the warning kind of stipulation. Mm-hmm. That was sort of the fine print. Uh, I like that they changed that episode to episode. We had Slayer last episode. Uh, I think we had uh, that annoying interior designer guy from the first episode, and now we've got Deco doing it. Uh, I-, I like that. I like the new. I, no- I like the new look. You know what it reminds me of a little bit is how on airplanes they do things to engage you as someone who is probably not going to want to read the safety manual though. They used to put little cartoons oh, yeah, in like it. A, so like you would like weird
1: like clown instead. Yes. Like,
0: so you'd have a reason to look through it. Right. This is like I did oh, it's every like single time freshman. I got on
1: the plane, I was like, what, what, what weirdo am I going to spot? There's like the guy in aisle six is like, has like makeup on or something weird. Yeah. Like that, you know? Yeah. 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 Makeup yeah.
0: is weird as fuck. You're right. You're right. Good example, Chris.
1: Uh- <laughs> He's there. Mr. <laughs> fucking woke.
0: I well, I mean, of the two of us,
1: yeah, probably. definitely not me.
0: No, definitely not. No, no. I'm having, that a, I'm kind of
1: having a moment where I'm like, it's just the line has been pushed so the line has been pushed so, oh, been pushed so far that uh-huh. I'm like, I'm I've been getting like, like purposely abrasively the opposite. Like, uh-huh. even if it's like I don't even feel that way. Like, it's just like you know what? Fuck you. I'm having enough of this fucking pushing it this way, pushing this way. Like, uh-huh. I'm taking a stand, and I generally think. A lot of the world is doing the same right now. We're about to see this weird woke revolt, I think, is happening.
0: Uh-huh. I My argument would be that the woke revolt is what happened prior to this and that we may actually see some decent change as a result of what's going on. Who knows? It's a knows? gay shit
1: I've ever heard in my life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See? See? see, see, see what I'm there doing. You know. See what I'm doing. We, in there? we see yeah, it. Yeah. We see it. Well, yeah, the good yeah. news
0: is I know we have a lot of listeners who side with you on this. Uh, they tell me all the time. Uh, so, oh, really? So, oh, uh, nice Yeah, I know 100%. Here. I am, I, I am uh, 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 the gay lefty, as you might say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, not far from th- the truth. Their words, not mine. Their words, not mine. Not far from the truth. Yeah, why not? uh I'll, I'll experiment who knows Um uh, the uh, uh let, let's get into this chris uh i'll set us up all right exterior barnyard looking house four cool dudes slowly walk towards the camera and then do that mtv super speed thing right up to the lens like the most 2000s mtv thing as well you know do you know what i'm what i'm talking about when i just oh
1: 100
0: and they're, they're holding up a picture of veto and phil straight up to the camera bam margera is uh these look like surprisingly normal kids eh
1: yeah yeah
0: that's that 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 weirds me out almost you 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 it's almost like the first time you see a picture of your parents as well you're like oh my god you are real human beings you grew just like i am growing like you 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 forget that they actually have a past because to me mm-hmm. Vito's always been veto and phil's always been phil
1: yeah well you know what's weird one thing i noticed is it's the fat guy face off right i've uh-huh. never really put a lot of conscious thought into i just always assume don Vito's fatter maybe because of his chin I've always assumed that as well, but he's not Phil is fatter. So his belly is way bigger and his legs are even like, maybe not his legs, but he's definitely the fatter one. I I really studied it this episode. He's
0: thicker. He's dense. He's more dense for sure. But he has that fat that's like packed in like, like Vito Vito is just like, he's looser fat. He's loose. He's loose. He's all yeah. over the place. He's 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 like a uh 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 I don't know, like a jelly of some sort. And I mm-hmm. feel like Phil has Jabba like, the Hut. Jabba the Hut, sure. He yeah. Phil though is like strong hut. person, strong person size yeah, like, to him. Do you know that, what I mean?
1: That's the thing. And I think I never put like when you I just they were walking together and you look at, at Vito's belly and and uh Phil's belly. Yeah. And Phil's was surprisingly significantly bigger. Yes. But I never thought about it that way because Bill to me, he doesn't seem fat to me in my brain until I'm really looking at these details. Like he's, really? he seems he 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 seems athletic. He's kind of like a Bert Kreischer kind of guy. Like
0: that, I agree with. He has an athletic bigness to him for sure. Yeah, and you, we saw it. We saw it a couple episodes ago when when uh, Ryan Dunn and Bam are burning his his file folder full of coupons, and he tackles them. And I'm like, I would not want to be on the receiving end no. of that. Like the kind of guy that you see walking out of a Little Caesars with like six hot and readies. And then they walk straight to the stadium because it's game day and they're just a linebacker. And you're like, oh, right. You 100%. need as many calories as you can shove in your body. Like that makes a lot of sense. He's like a white
1: Samoan, basically. He's a, he's a white fuckers, Samoan. But he just, they're so speedy and agile. Yeah. And they whoop ass, you know? where is Did you Don know, Yokozuna is was the Samoan? Opposite. He wasn't even, or Hawaiian, one of, one of the two? I, one one I legitimately of the- always thought he was Asian.
0: No, yeah, one of the tragedies of uh, of Yokozuna's story, yeah, is he just had to play a type of Asian that wasn't uh, his actual background. But these woke the people just they take it too far. Like, make him wave the Japanese flag, be whatever he is.
1: Look, if it, if he if this was this time, we wouldn't have had one of the greatest wrestling like wrestling superstars of all time. Maybe, Maybe he we would have, have had someone better. That.
0: Maybe you would have had something no. better. How do you no. know?
1: Because he's a one of a kind. No one's ever been able to do it since.
0: No, I mean, what if what if Yokozuna, the guy who plays Yokozuna, I don't know his real name. Oh, he played... tried
1: that. He tried that. It just wasn't working. He was wrestling for a while. It wasn't until he became Yokozuna that uh-huh. that stage name and that character.
0: True. You know what? Fuck me then.
1: Yeah, baby. Fuck I'm gonna me be over. One Fuck fat guy me. at a time.
0: One fat guy at a One time. Slur- One
1: slur at a time.
0: One slur at a time, uh, but now we've got two fat guys taking a arm wrestle against one another. That's apparently how this whole thing started. Vito and Phil were drunk at a bar, tried to arm wrestle one another. It was an apparent draw, which, like, you can't, an arm wrestle can't end in a draw. That's crazy to me. But they decide to have a rematch in the kitchen I know how it ended at in a Castle draw. Bam. How's that?
1: Because they were in, locked in, engaged in the uh-huh. middle of their arm wrestle. It's going this way. It's going a little bit of that way. They're going back and forth. Uh-huh. You know, they got that real, like, Predator, Terminator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Carl Weathers type situation going on. They're oh. having this epic battle, right? It's sure. Going on for a while, and then fucking someone at the table beside them ordered hot wings, and they just fucking oh. both at the same time, <laughs> unanimously same gave time. up
0: at yeah. the same time. See, I think that the I think that the arm wrestle actually started because Phil reached for the last hot wing. Vito tried to grab it. They ended <laughs> oh, and up and his power in, and they power locked. <laughs> bam comes by thinks they're arm wrestling but they're really just trying to grab that wing out of each other's grubby little hands
1: those two fighting over fucking wing over there if they did power lock a sonic boom would occur that would probably (laughs) knock out everybody else in the restaurant
0: (laughs) a hundred percent i think you're right about that one uh uh but we don't get anything quite as dramatic uh when we get the rematch it's in castle bam it's in the kitchen uh they they take to the rematch. There's this big issue during the rematch because Phil kind of adjusts his adjusts his grip in the middle of of the of the arm wrestle, and everyone immediately is like, like they're all experts in arm wrestling. They're all like, "You can't fucking do that!" And they're all so sure of it. Is that a thing? Because they're like on him right away. I've never heard that.
1: I I don't arm wrestle. Like I've never uh-huh. it's I never even came close to winning one. Just never going to do it. So I I don't know anything about it. But the fact that they did pull up, number one, an instant replay and the scene from uh, that movie with uh, Sylvester over the Stallone. Over the
0: top. Over the top.
1: Yeah. So I guess it is. I mean, everybody was so sure about it. There, there had to be some kind of rule. Yeah. I I... I-
0: but it also just kind of seems like the thing that Vito said and then bam is just like yeah right fuck it let's make this a big deal cuz i've i've i looked it up i did google it i didn't find oh. any rules against against doing it and 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 phil is right like that's what over the top is about is about adjusting your grip getting over the top and just slamming it down also over the top is about locking in your hat you have to turn it backwards before you do cuz that's the thing there you go chris the, if if you're I'm listening you in, didn't baby. see it Chris is just locked in his hat and he's ready to go for the rest of the episode. Uh, but this little, uh, uh, uh by the way, the fact that there is a movie about arm wrestling and the plot of this movie is, is, it's something – have you seen it, by the way? Have you seen no, it? No, I
1: didn't even know that was – I was thinking it was some other movie, to be honest, like Rambo no, or some shit. No,
0: no, over the top. And the the plot is is that Sylvester Stallone needs to win a new truck or something, so he enters <laughs> an arm wrestling tournament. Sounds
1: like the greatest fucking movie of all it time. It sounds
0: amazing. I like it, it, But apparently it's it's notoriously dog shit, the, obviously. Uh, but that simultaneously like could be one end and the same, right? Uh, you know what and I just,
1: s- something about this just popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. You know we don't have Jay today, right? He's—I think he's still dead from the last episode. Right. We should
0: have mentioned that he's—he's he's dead.
1: Yeah. Uh, but he's
0: uh, b- being resurrected as we speak, and he'll be joining us next week
1: for sure. Um, so it's kind of interesting. This is an episode about brothers. Oh, we're brothers. We are brothers. This episode about competition. We're competitive.
0: We're pretty competitive.
1: And I—I—I I don't, I, I don't feel like getting into a big beef with you this time around. I okay. just—I don't have the energy today. Okay. So I—I I, I propose.
0: Yeah, I definitely we have settle more this, you. We
1: settle this yeah. in a very diplomatic way. We'll okay. make this two competitions, the arm okay. wrestling segment and the fat guy segment. Mm-hmm. I'll take the fat guy segment, you take the arm <laughs> wrestling segment, and we're both winners. Ideal, because right?
0: I, I agree with that, because when I saw that pile of fucking wings that they had to annihilate, uh, uh, it looked like 20 wings that they had to get before finishing that the route. We'll get to it in a little bit. I was like, there's no way I could just dummy all those in a heartbeat. I'll give so. you the
1: arm wrestle. you give me the food.
0: All right, deal. I'm, I'm good for it. And and cool. you know what? I won't even have to readjust my grip. Uh, th- this is the <laughs> thing, though, about St- Stallone. Like, I had this thought when I saw, I was like, right, he was in a movie about arm wrestling. That's crazy. And it probably did really well in the box office because it was Stallone. Was Stallone the 90s version of Will Ferrell?
1: The not 80s, even not, close.
0: 80, 80s, 90s version of Will Ferrell? No. in In the sense that you could basically just have any premise, put him in the movie, and people were going to watch it.
1: Yeah, Ferrell, but Will Ferrell funny.
0: No, no, I, I, I know. He's he's the action star version of Will Ferrell. But like the actor that you can have any premise, put him in it, and it's going to do well. Daniel Reeves. But I, I think you're missing my point here, Chris. I'm not talking about the best actor in the world.
1: I'm <laughs> <No>. talking, to- <laughs> okay. It, well, I been- mean, fucking, like, it's not me missing your point. You just, I like just completely disagreeing with it. No, see, I we're know. back to beef again. It's, it's no. I'm fucking this- beat you in the arm wrestling. You're fatter than me. <laughs> it's official
0: fuck how did that happen so quickly I had it imagine all of a sudden your, the
1: screen just starts changing your face it starts swelling up and might start shrinking in yeah that'd be fucking awesome if it was only that easy
0: anyway I think the fact that you could put Will Ferrell in a in a figure skating movie and people would go see it is the same as the fact that you could dump Sylvester Stallone in an arm wrestling movie and people would go see it people were going and, to see the
1: actor not the premise yeah and I think Keanu Reeves would win in everything that you're
0: saying but it doesn't that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. We joined, uh, uh Phil and and Vito for the Fat Boy Face Off 2004. And they got sweaters. I would love one of those sweaters. By the oh, way, imagine oh wearing God, one of those Fat Boy Face Off 2004
1: sweaters. Let's let's get some made.
0: We should. We should. Maybe we'll sell them on our uh, on on I uh, I don't know some oh, merch store huh. or something like that. We we should, should make have, a note. of We, to we that. got to
1: start making some money off this shit, man. Fuck you guys. What
0: the all fans? Right, we didn't like, ask
1: them for any money yet. You can't say I know. Fuck that's man. what I'm saying. So, but yeah, but I mean, yeah, I just meant like whatever. <laughs> I want to make some money. <laughs> Chris is coming in hot. He's hostile, man. So if we get it and then we can start selling this, it's a win-win. See, I'm all about compromises and mutual si- decisions today. So mm-hmm. they get a cool shirt and okay. we get rich. That's a great idea. Let's do it. And we I'm- also keep doing the podcast. So are you saying we're not going
0: to keep doing it if people don't buy our sweaters? 100%. Okay. All right. Well, you heard it from Chris. You got to buy our non-existent sweaters, otherwise, this thing's fucking done. Um, um. Let me ask you, Chris. When we see Phil and Vito walking side by side, you're thinking one thing: Phil wins this for sure, right? A like, million there's percent. No
1: fucking way. No Vito doubt in wins my mind. This. Whether it's-, it's a battle of brains, whether it's a- the only thing that Vito could win at it was a is a disgusting food eating competition
0: A 100 yes yes i agree with i very much agree with that or maybe and a
1: food eating competition in general in
0: general i also think that he he could do that cuz we get the the hogie hustle which is event 1 and the first thing phil says is i shouldn't have eaten that whole lasagna uh before starting <laughs> it's like dude you're about to have a competition why are you eating by the way when he says a lasagna i'm i'm picturing full tray and i bet you i'm yeah. right
1: yeah yeah no i'm not it's, he's not just eating the corner piece remember no, that time no. when i freaked out about the corner piece
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. uh, uh, You left the family dinner because you couldn't get On a corner Christmas. piece.
0: On Christmas. And you ruined Christmas for everyone because you I couldn't snapped, get the cornerpiece. Yeah, you did. because well, I yeah, fucking yeah.
1: called it and someone took it. I was really pissed off. It everyone was, a, was making a, a joke about it and pissing me off. And I was like, you know, what, fuck you guys. I'm going to go sit in the basement by myself. And then I started laughing at myself thinking how stupid that was. And I had to come Ooh. up and like my tail between my legs.
0: Well, you know what? We had a great dinner before you came back up.
1: Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> we did.
0: really did we really did uh, uh i agree though so the idea of this one is basically like a carrot on a stick but it's a sub on a stick uh i only recently learned that hoagies were subs i i thought hoagies uh, were like a pastry ah
1: uh, yeah like like the hoagies that you buy in uh or Twinkies. I think that, I, I think I was yeah. thinking a hoagie was like a Twinkie.
0: Yes, that's what I was. I was kind of thinking yeah. the same thing. But no, hoagies are basically sub sandwiches. They, they're either submarine sandwiches, hoagies, or there's one other term for them. But like hoagies, like a like a Pennsylvania or
1: Chicago uh, affectation. I think I can um, definitely see those two places, those two shitholes. Oh yeah.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, these mm-hmm. like Phil Phil and Vito could be the mascots for those places. <laughs> everybody looks like them there. Everybody looks like everybody. Them. everybody
1: you ever <laughs> been to chicago saying, in that accent that chicago accent. oh my god
0: the chicago accent sounds like someone ha- they they have hoagies in their mouth in their all mouth all the time yeah, 100% yeah.
1: exactly 100% uh
0: granted we're sitting here as canadians with a uh, uh notoriously uh make funnable accent uh so so there's so no fucking way being? bud
1: there's no there's, fucking way they no fun way of these fucking accents bud
0: what's that all about uh, the, the, uh, idea is there. It's the first to cross the finish line, or I don't know if you noticed this, but it's the, the first to either cross the finish line or get their hands on the hoagie. Now, if that's the rule, the first thing lay I'm doing, yeah, lay on your back or, or jump face down. So you snap this twig and get the hoagie like right away. Uh, but they don't, they both run after it. This was one of the things I saw where I was like, okay, I, I like the visual. I like them having like the carrot on the stick at the end of the stick and them chasing after it, like a fucking goblin chasing Scooby-Doo or something like that. Like that, that was good. I liked that. Uh, uh, but the actual comedy in the race is, is sort of non-existent. Like it kind of ends. And the, the best part about it is when you see them sitting face to face, eating each other's hoagies. Like that was, (laughs) that was That was a nice visual. This, did you like this one at all? Did it do anything for you?
1: I thought I was going to like it just like, you know, I got excited, but I, I think when there's a competition and it's clear they're not really trying, like I'm yes. a competitive person, it's like, yeah, I want 100% and I want to see who to actually, I think that was the, the problem with all of this. It was just, they didn't give a fuck. It was just like, okay, let's just run through the motions. Like, I want to see them running full fucking sprint against each other, you know, like I want to see it, take it to that level. And because it was just like, eh, half-assing it, like it just didn't really do much for me.
0: And, and you know what? It's not just the competitors that it seemed like were kind of half in, half out. It was Bam and the crew as well. This, this episode had such like, we woke up hungover and forgot we had an essay due vibes. Like they just realized they had to submit an episode to MTV or something like that and yeah, just get 100%. something done. It's like they were rushing through it. And you see that at the start of the next, uh, the next event, event two, Bam's just like, it's the chocolate challenge, and everyone's like, what? He's like, the cakewalk, spin the slob. Like, he's just coming up with these things off the top of his head. No one planned this shit. It's like... The, I honestly, this is my theory on the episode. They stayed out way too late the night before. Uh, uh, that's when the, the arm wrestle happened. They thought, that'll be a great episode tomorrow. They wake up hungover... It it seems like a better idea when they're drunk, so they didn't really prepare for it, and now they're just stuck trying to figure it out. And Bam's drinking water the whole episode too, which you don't really see that often. So I'm like, I bet you he was just really hungover. His ideas weren't flowing. Vito and and Phil were probably hungover too, and just like couldn't wait to get this done. Uh, that that's the vibe that I had on that's, this one. That
1: makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the um, it's funny when this basically the premise is they spin them around right in circles. And then they have to find this cake. And they're out in the kind of snow. It's slushy, icy, whatever the case is. This The the thing that I, I thought was kind of funny is like after they spin them and they're dizzy, Bam's pushing Phil in a direction. If I'm blindfolded, the last fucking I, – I, I get what Phil started going the other way. And they're like, where are you going? We're trying to show – you're trying to help you. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to do is go the direction Bam tells me to go when I'm fucking blindfolded. <laughs> right that's like that's true. all I'm thinking it's I'm true. like I'm going the opposite way because that's the least far the furthest possible way away from the danger that he's trying to send me towards and, you and just it isn't going. until yeah exactly I've yeah and it isn't until ape starts actually saying no this way he's like okay she's not gonna fuck me over and that's how he ends up making it through but I just thought that was kind of funny because I'm like are you fucking crazy I'm not going where you tell me
0: yeah especially like like you know what if this were the, uh, the blindfold race that we got in, uh, in Jackass 4.5, right? like, like something like that. You think they're going to make the, it didn't seem like anyone had the, the wherewithal to make a decision like that on this day, but Vito does the same thing. And this made me laugh so hard. Cause they're all like, Vito, you're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. And he just like, doesn't course correct at all. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like earth's round. I'll get that on my <laughs> way back. Like, I'm just going to keep going this way.
1: I'll I'll see you guys in like 80 days. That's how long you've (laughs) got. I just picture this montage of like kind of like a Dragon Ball Z (laughs) thing when he's up in that fucking other planet and you just see Vito like,
0: and it's like
1: (laughs) seven years later. Oh, there we go. He comes back. He's ripped as fuck. He's just, he's
0: been, he's oh. been just like trekking his whole, he looks like, uh, like Tom Cruise in, uh, in, in Forrest Gump or something like
1: that. Or like Quagmire's right bicep when he found out about yes. the fucking internet. Yeah, yeah, I thought Quagmire. that thing was for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, Quagmire, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I gotta get back in there. Bicep <laughs> bicep's just giant. You A love great one. referencing Quagmire on this podcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You love, you love Corey. Do I do that a lot? I didn't yeah, realize. You do, you, do you do
1: that a lot. <laughs> That's what kind of caught me. I was trying to think. And I'm like, did I say that? And
0: you're like, oh shit, do I? Um, uh, but Vito, like, even once they start to give him corrections and he starts to pay attention, they're like, left, left, left. He just doesn't turn left and he's complaining. He's like, left again. You guys are making me go in circles. He hasn't gone left in the first place. He's just, he's heard them say left. He's forgotten that he hasn't course corrected whatsoever. And then he gets mad at them for trying to help him. Uh, at the end of it, Phil wins this one handedly. I think he was like a minute and 20 seconds and Vito was like over four minutes. But the funny thing about this at the end is Vito sitting there and he's perplexed and he's complaining. He accuses Phil of cheating, right? That's, that's his big thing. He's like, Phil, Phil cheated. He was peeking. It took Phil a minute and 20 seconds to grab a cake. That was 15 seconds away. If he was cheating, he's the worst fucking cheater in the world. (laughs) Uh, 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 That's that brother
1: blindness. You just, you cannot allow your brother to beat you.
0: That's it. The only way they win is if, is if they cheated. They cheated. Uh, yes. so they get, they try done, uh, they get done to try to do this and he tries to sprint. He falls and just utterly fails. They don't even show how long it takes. And then it's like, I don't know. We'll move past that one. Cause I think that was a bit of a slip and fall on the episode as well. Number three, event number three, we get, I think the best named event from this episode, the slobstacle course. <laughs> which yeah. is great uh basically all they have to do is start laying down on their back get up crawl under a fence eat some wings uh, or sorry go, go do like one of those uh tire obstacle courses eat some wings and cross the finish line this is the moment where i'm like oh fuck they don't have a plan for this one do they like like this was just so haphazardly put together uh and it feels like you know you you mentioned at the beginning that phil and uh and and veto just feel like they're not into it in it the yeah. first thing they start do is just rolling around and like, it looks like the beginning of a porn scene. They're just undressing each other for, for no reason. Like what a weird move for Phil to do to just pull Vito's pants down and point to his ass. Like, what are you trying to do?
1: This is so out of context. I don't even know if I want to say this cause I want to do it to you one day, but someone gave me the best idea.
0: Okay. I'm, when I'm you're fishing and
1: someone and someone catches a big fish, they're holding <laughs> it up. You fucking yeah. pants them with the boxers down and everything. Because, you know, they're just <laughs> right as the picture's about to be taken because <laughs> they're not going to want to fucking drop the fish. So they're just hanging dog. And you hope it's a fucking cold day, too. It's just fucking. I just I was like that. I want to do that to dad. That's what we'll do. We'll get dad that way. Do you want to
0: see dad's dick, though?
1: I kind of think- do because I haven't since I was a kid when I didn't even know that dicks could grow yet. Like when you're like a little kid and you're like, yeah. man, what the hell? And then all and of a sudden it's massive, been, right? Yeah. So I'm like, is that in my head? Or
0: what what, what would your like imagine your thought? What if dad has a really small dick? I don't want to know that.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't be <laughs> like, able to look at him the same you way would, again. You'd
0: never be able to look at him the same I would, way. I would I
1: would I would every time I see him, I'd rub him on the head, like, hey son, how's it going?
0: I would I would honestly what I would do is say, How's it going? That's that's <laughs> how I would I would meet him all the time. He'd be like, Hey Mikey, long time no it's been months. Where have you been? I'd be like, Yeah, dad, um uh, I, you know I've been around how you doing and he'd be like why do you keep talking to me like that I'm like you know you know dad
1: (sighs) yeah that's that is a scary thing because I I just like maybe we got it from Gigi's side I'm Uh, sure he had a fucking hog for sure oh
0: he was a farmer in in Winnipeg yeah yeah big ass
1: hands like he definitely had he was definitely packing steel yeah yeah
0: yeah I I don't know who do you think of our relatives had the biggest dick
1: Probably Gigi, if yeah, I not think so. Uncle Mark, I feel like, for some reason. Oh, okay. Uncle Mark, yeah. you know? I, I, Yeah, maybe Uncle Mark.
0: I can see that. Yeah, he's got that, that big dick energy for sure. Big guy, time big guy, dick energy. Guy swings into Brazil. This is inside baseball from our family. Swings into Brazil for like a month, comes home with a wife, <laughs> marries her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who knows who knows you know what one day we'll find out one day we'll have a big family reunion we'll we'll exhume our grandpa and we'll report back on the podcast and find out um, imagine imagine it's Ryan
1: And we're like, man, fuck, no wonder why you always want to be called Cock and Ball's Aaronworth. Our cousin
0: does want to be called Cock and Ball's Aaronworth. That's true. Uh uh for some reason. Me think the lady doth protest too much is my thing there. Um uh so after Vito and Dawn are done pulling each other's clothes off, uh they they do the little uh uh tire opposite course.
1: <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> What's wrong? What's wrong? What's I just wrong? Can't be- I can't believe that actually question got posed. Who are you think out of, of our <laughs> I, it's a hard one for me to pass do you think, do you and think, how much I really was d- genuinely trying to think about it that's the worst part do you think dad would be upset
0: that we didn't even consider him in the running <laughs> 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 I, feel like... <laughs> oh god. I can't oh my god like... this, so this, is, this is true this is cry. this is a true a true concern I'm <laughs> all right all right all right we're getting back on track. I remember I was having dinner with mom once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was having dinner with mom once and uh, uh, she had a moment where we were talking about her mom, our, our, our Baba Gigi's uh, probably lucky wife. And, and my mom started crying cause she's like, I just thought of a question that I I don't know, and the only person who could give me the answer is is my mom, and she started crying. She's like, "Those that's something that I will never be able to know again." And as we're having this discussion, Chris, I'm feeling like maybe as a family we should have this discussion because it feels irresponsible not to know. What if what if you or I are carrying the torch now for the the biggest living Wang in the Aaronworth family? I feel like we should know that that feels like a responsibility. I should like a birthright in game of Thrones. Like who is it going to be passed? <laughs> Just get us to? all standing in
1: a line. Yes. Let's drop a boys. Do we Let's get to fluff them, first?
0: No, no. Fluffing. I need That's to fluff.
1: Now nah, I'm definitely not winning.
0: All right. Well, Chris is out.
1: Yeah. For sure.
0: Maybe it is Ryan. All right. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, 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 look, we said this at the beginning of the episode. There is not a ton of substance to Viva La Band season two, episode three. Uh, so we were going to go a little bit off the rails here. Uh, they eat this ton of wings. This is the, the one I was talking about where they sit down and they have to eat like a full tray of wings before crossing the finish line. And uh, it's impressive that they both do it. Vito crosses the finish line first. And that puts us at, uh, Phil two, Vito one, as Chris is <laughs> desperately trying. <laughs> not to laugh this you okay
1: i i'm trying so hard i apologize it just you almost had me off there because you told a story about mom crying and i was like oh i don't like the sound of that that's yeah. really sad but then yeah. you brought it back again okay i'm off topic let's go don't do that why don't you do that to me man? i don't know i'm just
0: gonna see if you're gonna break that's okay oh, all right i'm good I'm um good. um so we did. We finished the physical challenges. That's what that last obstacle course was. <laughs> the obstacle course. <laughs> okay, here we're back. We're back. We're back. He can't do it. He can't. Do he it. broke me, man. You know what, Chris? I don't know why I started this episode by saying y- you've become a professional podcaster. This is, <sighs> I should have chosen another episode. I should have chosen another one. But it's fine. Look, we we laugh because it's funny. I'm 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 with you. We had a good conversation. We talked about our family's dicks, and now it's time to put that in the past. Get it out of our minds. <laughs> it's just that and move on. <laughs> He's got to be upset.
1: We have he's to. He's got to be upset. We got to clip this or something like that because he's not going to listen to the episode. But now we're no, going to no. make him. But if we do, then he's going to wonder if we're talking more shit about him, and then he's going to have to start listening.
0: That's true. That's yeah. true. Uh, we'll get that clip. We'll put it up on our TikTok. And by the way, hey, if you're out there listening, you can join us uh on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at jackasspod. Make sure you do that. It's fun. And if you have any questions and comments about Viva La Bam season two, uh uh let us know, uh, at at gmail.com. We may as well insert this into the middle of the episode as well, because some of you may not listen to the uh to the 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 uh the after show commentary. Uh but we're moving on because now it's not as much about a physical battle, it's about a battle of the wits. It's event for the game show. Uh bam, weirdly. As he says that they're about to go inside and do a game show, did you notice what he called, like, you you know the host of the game show, right? You know who we're talking about here? Yep. Who is it? Deco. Right. What does Bam call Deco? Decomelo. He calls him Decomelo. I and, have and, never heard it, not him Not even that. Illo.
1: Elo. Like, he, yeah, he pronounced it in a weird, it's so funny you notice that too, because it, it drilled into my head. I was like, that just didn't sound right. It's
0: always supposed to be Deco, first of all, and yeah, Decamello as well. And he it's he does that twice in this episode and I two was two times. Like,
1: I noticed it both times. It's so yeah. weird that you notice that too. It must yeah. be something weird that stood out because both of us picked up on that. And at the beginning,
0: maybe it's two different people, Deco and Dicamillo, De because at the beginning of the episode when he's doing the intro, I noticed he just looked so freshly shaven. He looked like a young child, like the youngest, most like healthy version of Deco I've ever seen. So maybe we're looking at two different people. You never know. Uh, Bam says, though, we can't start the game show without a couple show girls, and he commissions Rake and Rab to do this. <laughs> but when they come down the stairs, Rake is dressed up in full makeup. Terrifying uh, in- looking. Ter- looks terrifying. And Rab comes dressed in his uh, Viking outfit. Rake is like legit pissed off that Rab pulled the bait and switch on him. Eh? Like he seems like he's not trying to sell this as a joke. He's actually like horrified at the fact that he's the only person dressed as and, a woman. And,
1: and even just just a little touch of being like, hey, Rab, the barbarian. Like they gave yes. him like the most gangster, like <laughs> badass thing. It wasn't even like <laughs> you anything know, else. It's like, you're a girl and you're a barbarian. And he yeah, did not yeah. want to do it whatsoever. And I, I it was I was laughing so hard because it, he was really upset about it. You know, he did not want to do it. The only reason he did it is because uh, Rab said he would do it too, and he was confused. He's like, "Why'd you answer yes so quickly? Like, why'd you agree to this?" Yeah, and then yeah. sure enough, that worked out very well.
0: It worked out well. I I love when, and I think we're gonna get a lot of this because the next episode in Viva La Bam <laughs> is Mardi Gras, and I think that's the episode two episode stretch where they they take the bus to new orleans and there's like the the two buses some of my favorite moments in viva la bam and mm -hmm. some of the best rake yawn moments as well when they start to realize that he doesn't he doesn't play along with pranks he legitimately gets upset and those are the best targets to prank uh uh, and that happens a ton in in the next two episodes and this is one of them as well and maybe this is the first time where they're like oh shit we can really play around with this guy because it, it's uh, we're going to get the best of him. Uh, so we get the game show here, and the stakes are introduced. If Vito loses, Tim Glom is out in a in a a, a construction truck of some sort. It's got the bucket. And he's going to smack it down on Vito's truck. He's going to destroy Vito's truck. Vito says, I've got a bunch of stuff in there. And Deco, or sorry, Deca says, uh, it'll still be in there. It'll just be harder to get, which is a great line. <laughs> I think Deco was, was on his game this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, coming f- off of last episode where he was my LVP, it was nice to see if Phil loses because, uh, as they say, Phil doesn't actually care about anything except for his, his folder full of coupons uh apes china cabinet is getting smashed did you notice anything interesting about uh uh apes reaction here chris
1: she not really like i I couldn't tell if she like if it was just a fake cabinet and they're doing it for the show like part at certain points she seemed genuinely really concerned and other times she seemed like wide-eyed like oh how could you do that and a little smack or something so
0: so that so that wide-eyed oh how could you is very ape playing along she has that gear that she shifts in but initially when it's introduced that's not her vibe at all i usually call bullshit on these things like oh they're playing it up or whatever whatever but she looks legit mad and when the camera cuts to bam he actually looks like he's regretting this and it's like you know bam is never gonna back down but he definitely knows he fucked up here and she's like not laughing, not giving him anything. And ultimately do I think they smashed her cabinet? Cause we'll get to that at the end of the episode. No, I think I don't think they did. And that's why she ends up being like, oh, whatever. They're like, hey, look, it's a fake cabinet. Just play it for the camera. But if that's the case, then I can't, I don't know why Bam looked as regretful as he did. Did you pick up on that look he had as well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing, I was, I, I think my part of my problem is I was spending so much time trying to figure out if that was the actual thing or not that I kind mm-hmm. of like got lost in the nuances of what was actually going on. Yeah. There. Because yeah. if, if that was actually like her, like handed down antique china, like that's, that's so fucked up if they did that. Menu. Yeah,
0: because you can you can smash Vito's truck because you can just get him a new car. Like it's fine, you know. But, uh, 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 something with a sentimental value like that, you just, you just can't rebuild. So, uh, we start off the, uh, uh, the, 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 the quiz. This was like my least favorite part of the show because a quiz show with no purpose. It's like you said, like you don't want to watch a competition where the, uh, uh, where none of the uh, competitors are actually taking part, like none of them are taking it seriously for me. As someone who loves quizzes and I love trivia, if you don't have any logic, reason, or, or actual answers, I don't want Pissed anything to off. do with this.
1: It's Pisses like, okay, the answer so is the joke. Okay, cool. Yes. Whatever.
0: Yeah, no thanks. And then yeah. some of the jokes aren't that good. And it's like, so you're just choosing the joke you think works best. Like, kind of a bummer. But question one, the capital of New Jersey... Vito's answer south jersey very funny uh also very dumb uh and he has to drink as a punishment because they have a wheel so if you get it wrong you have to actually eat something or get a punishment that's involved with food it's very seven-esque uh i know i've brought up the gluttony sin already on this podcast a couple episodes ago but that's kind of what this reminds me of uh who knows they may have had to eat shaved metal fillings i don't do you remember that from Mm -hmm. from from seven yeah Uh, uh Vito has to drink a sardine milkshake and he fucking loves it. He loves it. He does. It. It's so disgusting. It's it. And they say what's in it. There's like clam juice, <sighs> sardines, strawberries, and 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 anchovies or something, so, whatever it is. And he like like blended. And he just
1: not and only he dips his he, hand in and starts eating the sardines out of it.
0: So gross. And yeah. it, when he turns to the camera and he's got like it. It would be like if you were held captive by a a maniac, and that maniac ate your friend and looked at you with blood on their face. Like that level of horror and just discomfort with Mm -hmm. all of the 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 smoothie just like on his mouth. Just like what do you think? Like ugh, fucking so unsettling. I don't I don't want anything to do with that. Uh, Question two: What salad dressing does Macaulay Culkin prefer? Uh, What? Oh, I what just thought it was
1: something so funny. I don't even want to say it out loud. Just remind me and text you after. Okay. Well, interesting. Well, you can't say it out loud? No, it just had to do with, like, it was a joke that if I just dropped, like, I, it it just would have been so perfect. But, like, I wouldn't even want to do that in public. It was fucking. Ooh, perfect.
0: wow. Mr. Uh, Mr. I'm going to go out of my way to be less woke uh, is now uh, is now <laughs> holding himself back. The hypocrite, if I've ever seen one.
1: I get text- Are you t- yeah, you're texting, I'm texting you, you right now. I just say so you could laugh when you okay, see. Okay, so you'll
0: you'll get you'll get my live reaction. The, list, yeah. the listener will, uh, and if it's if I think that it's 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 okay. Oh, I see. I see the little uh, dots showing up there. It shows you're sending me a message, and let's see if it comes through here. And oh, no, I got a message from my girlfriend as well, not Chris. Oh, Chris <laughs> just sent me a dick pic, and he said, "Is this? <laughs> oh, okay." It's a very personal joke. Uh, yeah. But uh, about, I yes. just, that
1: hit me. And I know I just didn't want to put it out there, but how imagine It has that to do with the previous in, conversation. Imprompt you. Yes. Fuck.
0: That would have been top notch. Just know for the listener, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so question two is what salad dressing does Macaulay Culkin prefer? Couple standard answers. And D is Neverland Ranch. Like, it doesn't even make I'm sense. Not a, I'm not a comedian,
1: but like structurally, tossing a salad, but it's does, that does not work.
0: No. The, the, it, it doesn't. No, not even tossing a salad. It's Neverland. Like, it's. Yeah.
1: Like it, like, because he like was Michael getting Jackson. a salad tossed by Michael Jackson. I think that's is what that, they were trying it, to go for, but it doesn't make I sense. Mean, be like, so, where's your favorite place to have salad?
0: Right. something. Right. Maybe
1: that'd be a different story, but like.
0: Yeah. It, just it's, it work. felt just. I don't know. I. I Even, even if that structure did make sense, it's not even that funny of a joke. There's like barely wordplay in there. Anyway, Vito finally understands what this game show is supposed to be. He says D Neverland Ranch. He gets it right. They throw a bunch of sandwiches at the guys. Uh, and then they get on to question three. The final question. Now we're tied two, two in the, in the tournament. So it all comes down to this. The final question is what animal is best suited to be used as a weapon? Swordfish, porcupine. Sawfish, exploding lobster. What, what are we? What are we doing here?
1: I see. I like that question because I was wondering, thinking about it, until the exploding lobster came in. Like, come on, right? But like also, the idea of the sawfish or swordfish used as well. I am like, okay, that's kind of cool. I could. But know. how do
0: you choose which one's right?
1: Well, that's you exactly just say one.
0: Too. Like it. It was. It was just kind of. I and again, this is me. Like that's not how trivia works. You can't mm-hmm. that's not how trivia works. You can't do that. Um uh, uh swordfish is the answer. Phil gets it right. Ape whispered in her ear like Varys from uh from Game of Thrones, uh cause she was pretty concerned about her China getting busted. Uh um and uh and 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 that's it. This quiz ruined my brain. This episode was a little bit dull. Vito's super pissed off. And of he course was
1: really pissed off. Oh, he was he was really pissed off. This <coughs> hey, one that's was what, real that, for that sure. was that was that's my favorite part of the episode. Like he he isn't joking at this point. Uh-huh. He like goes Abe's like, your fucking son is an idiot. He could do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Like, this is fucking stupid. Like he he he's like very like he wasn't making a joke at all. He was definitely getting really pissed. And well, I I disliked when he was <laughs> he's like, Yeah, you got a fucked up son, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. I'm gonna go outside and see if this is computer generated. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny <laughs> that like. right, we'll see. I don't even think he sp- spoke though. I think he said Commuter generations or something like yeah, that. Like, yeah, that's what the, the word, that's right,
0: what but. the, uh, the, the caption would have said. Yeah, he's pissed. And, you know, a part of it I get, you, th- I, and I said this earlier, it's, it's a truck and you can replace a truck, but like, some people do have a sentimental attachment to their car, you know? Like, it, this would, this would suck having your car trash like this, unless you were guaranteed to get a better one, like what happens to, uh, to Phil's dad or to, to Bam's dad, Phil uh what was it the movie where they destroy his car and then they replace it with a better one afterwards something like that
1: yeah i mean i i would know if if he's doing this then you like i would almost be happy because i would be like fuck i'm gonna get a sicker fucking car for sure
0: yeah oh honestly 100 percent. there's no way they're uh, gonna uh, do
1: this and not replace it
0: yeah the big biggest takeaway here uh of course glom can work one of those big demolition trucks like and work it really well really like what can't this guy do He's great at it. He picks up the truck like he's, like he's about to like undertake or slam it down. Like he's like preparing. He's like waving his arms to the audience as he's got it up there. He's, he's working it like he's a pro. And I, you know, I guess he is. Um, but at this point, the energy is really weird in the episode. It, it just feels like, you know, then they're like, Oh, we destroyed Vito's car. Now we're going to destroy the China cabinet. That's the
1: other thing too. If you have a competition and someone wins, you, you, you like, you gotta respect the rules of a quiz. If this is, if this is what you're playing for, you can't just break the other person's thing.
0: I totally get that. And I know it, it sounds like we're being silly when we say that, like, guys, it's viva la bam, like, whatever, whatever. But like, you've just removed all the stakes. You've removed the stakes of the competition and everyone removed
1: them because it seemed like no one actually cared about them. And maybe and that's why they didn't care this time. You know, like, maybe this has happened before. If, if, oh. if. If you have these stakes, what are they going to do next time you have a competition? Well, fucking doesn't True. matter anyways. Like I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose. Like yeah, sure, I'll fucking play the game, but like I really don't care to win or lose. I just don't want to waste energy. It's going to suck regardless.
0: Yeah, at the end of Kenny versus Spenny, it's not like both of them have to do the humiliation. That would mm-hmm. suck.
1: You you want there to be some stakes,
0: and and at the end of the day, if no one seems to care about the competition while they're taking part in it, while they're putting it together, while they're getting punished for it. How are we as the audience going to care about it? Like, exactly. why are you expecting us to be the only participants in this event that care about it? Uh, we don't. I don't. Maybe we're wrong. Maybe we were in a bad mood. I don't know. I, uh, uh, if you're listening and you disagreed with it and you liked this episode, I, let us know. But I, I feel like this one was just such a fucking waste. Um, um, we end off with, uh, Vito sitting on his car saying he's waiting for the insurance company. Bam says, uh, don't worry. We got you another car. Uh, and, uh, uh, they drive it through and this car. Is the ugliest thing I've seen in the episode, and I say that knowing full well that Vito and Phil undressed each other in front of the camera. Like, this car was somehow more ugly and disturbing than that scene alone. And not only that, I
1: love how Dunn gets out smoking a cigarette. So, like, you're going to come in your new car is (laughs) already reeking like that somebody else's cigarette smoke.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, and we all know Dunn in Cars. Uh, remember, was it, oh fuck, one of the jackass episodes where he's, he's trying to get picked up by women, but he's got like, like boar urine on him. Oh yeah. And then he's yeah, in yeah. the car smoking menthols and they're like, what smells? He's like, oh, it's my menthol cigarettes. Like it's not. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> Apparently his cigarettes smell like boar piss as well. Uh, speaking of boar, uh, I was bored with this episode, uh, but there's time left, I think, to do our MVPs and LVPs. Chris. Are you able to scrounge together an MVP from this episode?
1: I mean, I'm, I'll give I'll give it to Phil because he won the competition. Yeah, that's fair. That's that's about, that's about all I got today. To be honest, it's not not too I, much.
0: I think I think that makes sense too. You know. The one thing I'll say about Phil is at least in the early goings, you know, when he's racing against Vito in the, in the, with, with the hoagie on a stick, he, he does like a little twirl. He was kind of like talking shit to Vito a little bit. I feel like he was trying to do his part to sell Mm -hmm. this. So I think that, I think that makes sense as, as MVP Phil, Phil makes a lot of sense in the spirit of, of trying to do something different. I'm giving the MVP to uh, 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 to that chocolate cake because it looked fucking delicious. The chocolate cake that they have. Every time I see a chocolate cake like that, though, I picture the movie Matilda.
1: Remember mm-hmm. Matilda
0: mm-hmm. and that, per- and, and, and the, the, the cook makes the, the cake out of like her blood, sweat, and tears, literally. Uh, it's the most delicious looking cake in the world, even though it's probably gross. I thought about that when I saw this cake. This is one of the most delicious looking cakes I've seen in, in media. So I'm going to give it to that. Uh, what about LVP, Chris?
1: Bam. Okay. For putting together this episode. Like I really don't have much to say to be honest, like
0: You know what? I'm giving my LVP to your MVP and LVP descriptions in this episode. I don't blame you're you. Not giving us anything.
1: They didn't put in the effort. If they would have had people fucking win and actually respect the fucking rules of trivia and fucking competition, then you know, maybe I'd put a little bit more effort in myself.
0: Yeah, yeah. So now you're punishing. Th- this is just the cycle yeah. of revenge. and then You're the, punishing our, our guests to it on
1: their way to work, and they punish one of their work members. <laughs> they treat them like shit. Yes. Then that guy goes home and he beats the shit out of his wife, and then fucking you're their so kid sees it, and their kid fucking grows up with all these fucking anger issues, and he ends up in jail. So you know, just trying to pass. But the here's
0: alongside. the real question. Here's the real question. Yeah. Between the husband who beat his wife and the kid who goes to jail, who's got the bigger dick?
1: The husband who beat his wife. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
0: I just thought I'd check. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, I, your your energy is understandable, Chris. I, I I agree. And actually, Bam was going to be my LVP as well. But I am canonically going to put it uh, as your MVP and LVP descriptions, as I'm sure our listeners will agree with. Uh, um, but but that's about it, Chris. Any closing thoughts on this episode uh, or, or the season as it stands right now?
1: I, I like the show. So, like, the good thing is it's short and sweet, right? So even if it's bad, it's not like you're committing too much to it, you know? And it's... Sure. And it does push the pace. Like, Vito's always going to make me laugh at least a couple times per episode. So it's not, I wouldn't say it's not worth watching. Um, Just don't, you know, like, it, it didn't give us much to work with, you know, like, and then, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Is I, I have no problem watching any of these episodes these seasons. I really do enjoy Viva La Bam in general. It's just fun. It's light. It's easily digestible.
0: It is easily digestible. I agree <laughs> with
1: that. Uh, easily I- Digestible easy eat digestible
0: (laughs) exactly uh you know what the one the one problem would be if you were watching this when it first came out is having to wait another week to watch the next episode but the way in which you can consume it now if you have the box set of just watching one more man that bad taste of a bad episode the bad taste that's left in your mouth is washed away so fucking quickly especially knowing that you get the the uh uh, mardi gras episode next like i agree with you this was a big miss but in Terms of like my impression of Viva La Bam, I still fucking
1: love it. I'm still you know, very happy that we're doing it, and I can't wait to do more. I, I'm pretty sure that you actually put me on to Viva La Bam. I had I just had this distinct vision when you when uh, the Mardi Gras thing. Remember when our living room used to be in the other room, and we had that yes. TV there, and you would like TiVo certain things. And I I so remember watching that episode, like the Mardi Gras segment with you, and you were telling yes. me about Don Vito and all this stuff. Yes. Like, I have a feeling I think you you're actually right I think you're right show.
0: I did I, I did get into it early the more I watch it especially the earlier episodes the more I realized that I would have been watching from the beginning like again you mentioned PVR like 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 uh, uh recorded television I would record the episodes I never owned the box set until later in my life but I have seen most of these episodes so I would have known about it in its early uh, uh seasons it's formative seasons are probably what left the biggest impression on me which is why, you know, uh uh Castle Bam is so iconic to me, but I do remember this being a big thing when it came out and and wanting to watch it because it was just like, oh fuck, more jackass, like put it in my veins. I'll take that anytime I can get it, right? Mhm uh well that's it chris uh appreciate your t- thanks for taking the time thanks for thanks for putting some thought and in, uh into your mvps and lvps i really appreciate that uh, well, i we'll honestly, give some- to be honest
1: like i'm legitimately <laughs> so burnt out from that laugh attack like it took out so much energy on me <laughs> like i'm, look, I'm honestly in, like a dead fucking, no like my eyes are feeling like puffy and stuff like it, it literally sucked the life out of me because it was just i haven't laughed like that in a long time so thank you for that mikey
0: no, oh, you're, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, hopefully we get another one of those uh, an episode later. Look, we didn't have a lot to break down with this week's episode, but we did hopefully give you a couple laughs and hopefully you'll get a couple more in the following weeks when Jay joins us back. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, you can join us at jackass pod on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Uh Also send us an email jackass pod at gmail.com. We want to field some more questions and we want to take some questions. Let us know your, your impressions of Viva La Bam. Uh, also if you wanted to get in on that discord that i mentioned the jackass vault it's invite only a great community of people who are constantly talking about jackass and sharing their thoughts and 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 impressions of of modern day jackass and everything prior to that and everything in between so email us jackasspot at gmail.com if you want to be a member of that and we will send you the link if you pass the test which everyone does uh thank you so much for joining us chris thanks once again uh, uh do you want to do you want to give jason
1: well <laughs> Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth.
0: Bye, I'm Mikey Ehrenworth, and this has been Jackass. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!